Everyone, welcome to Two Cent Reels, the movie podcast where we keep it real. Keep it real! Keep it real! Hey, I'm uh, I'm Dana Muwako. I am one of your hosts, and uh, I love movies. And this is my co-host. Urshad Muwako. You can call me Shad. Uh, yeah, I love movies too. Yeah, we, we love movies. We all do. Don't cut me off again, all right? <laughs> no. <Sorry. laughs> We're playing. We're definitely playing. <laughs> um, yeah, this is a movie podcast, you know, we created to just give to the world, you know, because this is something we all share, especially with the COVID crisis going on in quarantine. Um, We're a big know. movie buffs. Yeah. Like, we love to watch movies. We love to talk about them. We really love to make fun of them when oh, they're yeah. bad. Oh, yeah. Um, and I do want to say that we are not film critics, but we are critical. So just keep that in mind. Okay? Um, but with that being said, you know, this episode, it's our first episode. It's, you know, hitting your your sound waves on Valentine's Day. <laughs> and uh, this is our Valentine's Day episode. For so the love is out there. Yeah. We're going to... Talk about some of our favorite romantic comedies from back in the day. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about some newer ones that are kind of hitting the streets. You know, some that might be an hour-long argument. Oh, damn. You know? No spoilers. Stuff Come like on, that. Man. What the hell? Um, and we're also going to finish it off by discussing a classic mm-hmm. movie. Ooh. Yeah. So, uh, you guys ready? Buckle in. All right, guys. (laughs) Buckle up. Let's do it. Okay, so we're going to start off talking about some of our favorite movies from what I like to refer to as the golden age in romantic Mm -hmm. comedies for black films. You know, we got Morris Chestnut in a lot of these. Sonal Lathan is in a lot of them. Um, We got Omar Epps. It's like they kind of didn't have too many black actors, so we see them a lot in most of these movies, but that's perfectly fine. Um, so, to name a few, we got Brown Sugar, Deliver Us From Eva, Love and Basketball, The Wood, Not To Be Confused With The Brothers, and we also have The Best Man. Now, out of that little collection right there, um, Brown Sugar is probably my favorite, you know, um, because it's just very sweet, um, it's very funny, you know, um, Queen Latifah's in it, Most Def. Their little romance is very cute. Um, and then you got Sonal Lathan and Tay Diggs as best friends who claim that they don't love each other. They're just friends. Or the that, classic. that it's just a friendship, but really they yeah. low-key love each other. And both of them try and have like their own little romance, but in the end what happens they come together yes and sydney is a writer so i really like that and they love hip-hop there's a lot of song lyrics that they use in that movie you know there's also the hip-hop dalmatians Brandon tin if you've seen the movie you know who i'm talking about there's classic moments like what are we celebrating my divorce (laughs) (laughs) Um, oh i love it i also want to mention one of my favorite quotes from any movie which is um you are the perfect verse over a tight beat which is what tay Diggs says to sonal lathan and he's only saying that as her friend but it's just a beautiful 
compliments and it's a great movie if you have not seen it i 100 percent recommend that one mm. which little, one is your favorite bit, a little bit of corny hip-hop huh a little hold bit up, hold up hold up hold up hold up you're the perfect verse over a tight beat thank you <laughs> <laughs> thank you oh uh, no let me stop my favorite from that time that you uh just said was the wood starring okay. omar epps uh, Dwayne Finley, Richard T. Jones, Melinda Williams, to name a few. They they switched timelines. They were kids, and you know, then they grew up. You know, we had other actors in it, but uh, yeah, I love that movie, man, because it's like three friends. You know, they were just a trio in Los Angeles, and Mike he moved when he was young. I forget where he moved from. But he was basically a square. He was a country boy. Roland sure. and Slim taught him everything. You know, Alicia was the pretty girl on his first day. Roland and Slim bet Mike a dollar to touch her butt. He did it. She beat him up. Then after school, she had her brother Stacy beat him up, her older brother, which everybody was scared of because he was like a, a Compton, yeah. or Compton gangster or whatever, you know. Um, I like right before he got his ass whooped. He was just like, I think she purdy. <laughs> and um, she like heard that and she was just like, oh, wow. Oh, very flattered. Yeah, yeah. she was super like, she was like, huh. Like, uh, uh, he's, okay, I still uh, want my brother to beat his ass. Uh, but My brother's hmm, whooping his ass. That was nice. Whooping his ass. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, he think I'm purdy. No, but <laughs> then uh, my favorite part of that movie, though, is when he uh got like the eight pumps in. Oh, my God. Man, that is like Eight that. That in. was the best. Yeah, when they both like lost their virginity, oh, and okay. he um, I think he lied about it too. But he only gave eight pumps, and she was like, "That's it, like, yeah, <laughs> it's over." <laughs> Boy rolled over like, <sighs> I think it's cute too, because it's just like you know, you get to see these these kids yeah, having their little up, first you know sexual experience and. You know, and but I know you don't like what they did with Alicia with the casting. Yeah, so I have a major gripe, and this is something I only realized as an adult, as a child, I never really saw this. But so Alicia is played by Melinda Williams, who's a beautiful chocolate woman actress, and so as an adult, they use Sanal Lathan to play her <laughs> counterpart. Her and yeah, Sanal Lathan is like, are you kidding me? She's a beautiful woman, but looks nothing like Melinda yeah, Williams. I agree. I and agree. I just don't know why they did that. I it agree. pisses me off. I agree. We got a couple more movies here. Um, Love and Basketball. While we're talking about Sanal Lathan, might as well talk about Love That's and Basketball. That's probably the, the best, like, critically and um, acclaimed movie and, like, fan reviewed movie that we're saying right now in this little area yeah definitely um i feel like out of all of these movies i don't know like showing that one to our kids like they might appreciate that one the yeah, most sweet it's, um it's it's, it's okay. very much like coming of age falling in love having a first love right next door the girl next door like she was the girl next door. Yeah, like I could hop in your literally. window when my parents is fighting yeah. and sleep on your floor and no funny business. Like that's like love. You can't yeah. like you can't buy that. You can't. That's crazy. That movie is. There's so many different classic. relationships too because you see um Sonali Ethan's parents like. You know, the mom's yeah. stay-at-home mom. Dad we, doesn't really respect yeah. her. Great movie. We could literally mm-hmm. give this movie its own episode, but we won't. Um. But yeah, I would definitely recommend that one as well for uh just 
You know, it's a great yeah, movie about yeah. love. They had Kyla Pratt in it for the young, uh, what's her name? <laughs> doing her Monica. thing. Monica. Yeah, for her the young Monica, Monica doing her thing. You know, it was great. I loved it. It, it. it really, you know, it was a great movie to have growing up. Um, Another good one is The Best Man. Ooh, classic. Yeah. And, you know, we got another writer as the the uh, lead actor. Tay Diggs was a writer. Harper. Yeah, Harper. And he was publishing or getting ready to debut his novel. And his novel had, you know, some skeletons in his closet. Ooh, from Lance and Mia. Yeah. Lance's best friend. That he was friend. trying to hide by flipping stuff and changing names and stuff. And, Can't do that. But every every single person that read the book that knew them knew exactly who he was talking yeah, about. Yeah, like what? So that was a little, <laughs> that was a little funny. Um, and uh, yeah, he got his ass whooped when his friend found out. Yeah, his no, friend. but he was at the altar thinking about... Everything that like, was so weird. <laughs> that was so weird. He, said, <laughs> he said he was going to call off the wedding, and wow. then he didn't call off the wedding. And then, you know, he was all crazy. It was just sad. Yeah, they, he was literally was at sad. the altar, and like scenes are going through his head. You know, the flashes. Yeah. And she's like, ah. he's like, ah. yeah, she's like moaning. And you know, it's sad because like he's crying because he loves her so much, and he's. But he's, like, crying because of what she did. But I think he ultimately ended up marrying her because of all the times, all of his acts of indiscretion. So he was just like, damn, I just gonna have to take this. She hit him with the one punch, just, man. Yeah, the one, yeah, the KO <laughs> knockout punch. Shit. Like, oh, you want to cheat on me yeah, again, my brother? I'll show you. I only got to do it once. <laughs> you want to do it again, my ten, brother? Ten, you know, ten years ago or however long ago it was. Crazy. So, um, Yeah. yeah. You know, we're going to segue, though, and uh, we're going to say goodbye to the to the golden age. And I would I hope that we uh, can revisit it. Yeah, we will. I'm Definitely. Sure we will. OK, so we're going to segue a little bit into another, you know, visionary, funny ass dude and some of his romantic comedies. We're talking about the great Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. <laughs> um. I think I'll start because Boomerang is like one of the best romantic comedies, period. Um, it's the classic love story of, you know, a man who's a womanizer <laughs> and he falls in love with a woman and she basically does to him what he's been doing all along. Yeah, he was undefeated in that movie. What? He sure was. Until until Robin Givens. Yes, until he met Robin Givens and she, oh my God, she gave him a run for his money. She was telling people about their sexual escapades. They was giggling while he was walking past. How he likes to move his ass in bed. She was was telling other people about his sex acts. Oh my God. She was blowing him off. She was um, paying him. When he complained about them missing a date, she did all types of things to emasculate him and oh, basically yeah. turn him into the woman. And it was very funny to see. Boy, it was heartbroken. Um, and then you also had the all-star cast. We had the, you know, Halle Berry was also in it, Dave Allen Greer, Marion Lawrence, the great Grace Jones, the great Eartha Kitt, John Witherspoon. It's Rest so funny. Yes. Um, to both of them. Yeah. Um, it's very funny. It's very sweet. And then there's also a classic line from that movie. There's many. 
but he got to coordinate. coordinate. <laughs> I love coordinate. that one. And then um, the Halle Berry love should have brought your ass home last night. Love mm, that line. You, you kind of sound like her when you said that. <laughs> I like say that again. No, but yes, I um, I love that movie, and it's 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 so fucking funny. Um, like you know, and I love how Marcus um Marcus Graham is Eddie Mo- Eddie Murphy's character, and mm-hmm. he works for an advertising like marketing agency, and that's like low key something that I wish I had gone to school for. Um. Well, like, you know, for beauty products yeah, and campaigns you, and you. stuff like that. Gotcha. And sometimes I'll just be like, kissable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kissable. No. No, that one dude was out of his goddamn mind. He had like the her uh uh the strange uh, yeah strange yeah. like it's having a so baby good. with a perfume bottle <laughs> like yo, what like yo what is he doing? No, his his tagline was it stinks so good. Yeah, you the only one in there clapping like <laughs> like what is you doing, boy? Yeah, he was a whole nut. Yeah, he was crazy. He was too crazy. He needed somebody to uh to edit him down because he was just a whole mess. That's a fact. Yeah, that but is... that's one of my all-time favorite Halle romantic Barry comedies. Halle so good. Yep, she's so in beautiful that in that movie. movie. And so is Robin Givens with her little bit, tiny, petite self. Yeah, but Robin, the, I mean... Little we'll, I mean, she's we'll a bitch. It, yeah, we'll keep it. I don't want to talk about her real yeah. life, neither. Yeah. But, um, my son wrong. Either way. Yeah. Either way. Yeah. Great movie. Outstanding ensemble oh, cast. Yeah. Now, um... Yeah, I'm trying to think of anything else. It was just nice. You know, Holly had the art studio and this and that. Everything was just, yeah, everything, everything was just nice. You know? And it's nice to see black professionals. They're all professionals. You know, they work for the advertising agency. Like you said, Holly Berry was in the art department. Like, these are black. Had the little kids yeah. with them. And they the wear one nice... Nubian kid. Like, yeah, yeah they, you know, they have, like, <laughs> yeah. they work in corporate America. Yeah, that was a good movie. And, we uh, need movies like that. Yeah. Movies like that are good to see yeah, it's nice while to see them you're like young. That. And you saw them, you saw, you know, some of the racism that they were dealing with, too. Like, when they were in the shop and the white guy was following them around while they're dressing for suits. And, you know, it was played up for yeah, comedy. Like, yeah. oh, we don't return suits. Like, you know, mm-hmm, dumb shit like mm-hmm. that. But, um... You couldn't have no funky feet messing with Eddie Murphy. He'd get you right up out of there in that movie. <laughs> or, but his boy... I don't think it was wrong that his boy, uh... What was David Allen Greer's name? Gerard. Gerard, that he... I don't really think he took Holly Berry from Gerard. I don't know. He uh, she, he low key did. I mean, their lips, she wasn't their feeling lips him did though. Touch, right? Yeah, they she kissed, really but... wasn't feeling him though. But yeah, he really he, liked her. He was like, fam. Yeah. I don't know. He kind of let it happen though. He just yeah, he you, wasn't. You, you de- he didn't yeah. take charge like he was supposed to. He had plenty of opportunities to back he her. Basically and he basically gave didn't. it. He basically yeah. gave her to him yeah. like, yo, I can't handle her. Yeah, he took her out. He took her out a couple times, and it just you know she was the one like we're just friends. Yeah, but and I love that movie. he was okay with it. Love so, that movie. Another I love it, too. One, another one uh, for me for Eddie Murphy is a classic is Coming to America. That's a romantic comedy for me. I don't give a damn what it, nobody It is said. a romantic comedy. Okay, yeah. That it's shit a great was hilarious. Movie. Everybody know that movie. He actually introduced me to that movie. I'm ashamed to say I, I had, not, I had like not seen it. In your 20s and you yeah. haven't seen that movie yep. yet. I'm like, I had what? no idea. Like, yep. That's crazy. But, um... Yeah, my favorite part of that movie is probably uh, 
besides what is this velvet <laughs> or you do he said no this is natural juices and berries <laughs> he said he been he been growing his tail since birth oh <laughs> but um yeah my favorite part was probably when they first got to new york and they were checking the apartments and uh uh, uh, they had a chalk line or a tape line around the, the man like with a cane and a dog. <laughs> and he was like, damn shame what they did to that dog. Yo, oh my God. I, I lose it every time. Every time. The first time I saw that scene, I could not stop laughing. It was so <laughs> fucking funny. And it was so funny how excited he was to be like a classic New York student. You know, like just broke. Prince of Zamunda. Yeah. You had to. Like he, you got he, to, But you he was so excited. Like yeah, I, I want to be like a New Yorker and yeah. I want to live in a filthy apartment. So he this got the great. job at, so he got the job at Whack Arnold's. No, McDowell's. Oh yeah, no. no. Whack Arnold's, sorry. Oh, excuse me. That's Dave Chappelle. McDowell's. Oh. McDowell's. I'm like, what are you talking about? No, that whole thing was funny <laughs> as fuck. Like, oh no, this is McDowell's. It's McDonald's. <laughs> they have the blah, blah, blah. And I have the with the seeds. Sam L tried to rob him, remember? And, um, yeah, um, that was, a, he whooped that was his kind of random. Yeah, that, that was random. random. Sam L in everything. <laughs> Samuel L is in everything. Yeah, legend. Yeah. Straight legend. Yes, he, we will do a whole Samuel L episode. Or we should. We will. But yeah, that movie, man. He got the he got the job, and then he liked Lisa, the boss's daughter. So he was doing mad stupid stuff, mopping in the hallway, changing the garbage four or five yeah, times a day. With the hugest grin on his face. He always had a big grin. <laughs> Them African dudes, man. Word. They don't care. Yeah, they he embodied that. I'm just happy to be here. Exactly. No, remember when they went to the fo- the basketball game and the people were like bowing to him? And yeah, they, he, like, they was what? like, oh. They yeah. was like, he said, this is the greatest day of my life. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then and then she was like, well, who is that? And he was like, it's somebody I met in the restroom. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what? Simi was not with none of that, though. Simi oh, Arsenio wanted, Hall. Simi yeah. wanted to live the good life. He like, yo, what is wrong with you? What is wrong with you, my man? Yeah, Murph. he was like, I need to. Eddie Murphy plays to be so luxury. many characters yes, in that movie. Yes, he did. Oh, he man. is. He's the, the goat when it comes to that. that movie. He literally is. There was. They got part two coming out. I, I can't wait, wait a minute. I didn't even realize the white guy, the, the Jewish guy he plays, was him too. The, I, uh, I thought, uh, yeah, uh, I thought that was a white guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was definitely Eddie Murphy. Yeah. And the other dude who talked all crazy was um. Arsenio, Arsenio Hall. Hall. Yeah, yeah they both wilded out. And the two dudes on stage, and he was like, yes. Oh, chocolate. I knew that was them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, hilarious. Just genius. Hilarious. Comedic genius. Yeah, For real. If, if you know that movie, you know it's a classic. But we're just stating our favorites. Word. You know, and, and Eddie Murphy, we want to pay homage to you because Absolutely. you're one of the greats. Definitely. Goat. So before we move on and talk about our first feature film of this episode, mm-hmm. you know, we want to give a quick shout out to some of our other favorite black romantic comedies. There's so fucking many. You know, I, I've always loved Bridget Jones growing up. The Diary of Bridget Jones, you know, she's a writer. Yeah. <laughs> you get the theme. Um, Nancy Myers wrote and directed some amazing romantic comedies like Something's Gotta Give. It's complicated. My Best Friend's Wedding was one of my favorites. You know, we're big Judd Apatow fans because I feel like he started a whole genre of like the quirky, snarky, like dry humor, like yeah. with 40 year old oh, virgin yeah. knocked like up. The king of that. Fucking hilarious. hilarious. Super bad. Like, uh, I mean, come on. Um, <laughs> you know, and then Ben Siller has made so many great romantic comedies like Along Came Polly. Classic. Meet Ray the Parents. 
I feel like you put me onto that one. Ice too. man, I think I did. Yeah. I couldn't believe you. Yeah. That's where Hebo comes from. You know, bringing we'll down the house. We'll tell that story later. Um, later. You really like Wedding Crashers. That wasn't one of my favorites, but love Wedding Crashers. Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson were like pretty big too, like as a duo, a comedy yeah. duo. Oh yeah. Um, my favorite though. Well, another one of my favorites. Even though a lot of critics didn't like it, and a lot of like fans, I guess, didn't like it either, was bringing down the house with Queen Latifah. Oh my God, that movie is hilarious. I want to see that. I feel like that I haven't movie, seen that in like ten years. That movie gets me every time. It's so funny. My favorite part, and this is horrible being a black man, but I don't care. Whatever. When the white lady was singing, is Masha gonna sell us tomorrow? <laughs> Yo, Queen, Queen, she was gonna do, she said, yes. <laughs> yes, that movie. Oh my gosh, is, she was gonna do was damage that to that lady. That wasn't Betty no, White, no, right. but it was, it was another one of them. Um, yeah, one of those older white ladies. Yeah. Um, and Steve Martin, I love him so much. Yeah, he's so he's fucking funny. That really, I, that's a movie I need comedian. to see because I oh, haven't yeah. seen that in oh, a long yeah. time. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so we we can't move on without you know acknowledging yeah, without, yeah acknowledging those you know, you know the whole smorgasbord yeah, you know. of of romantic comedies. Forty year old virgin man. Yes, Steve Carell. <laughs> Come on, cut it out. Come on, um, but. We're going to just move on and we're going to talk, yeah, about, yeah. Something Let's talk about the something that's film. a little bit more current. Um, yeah. that and was, it's also a black movie. Yeah, we just, you know, we wanted to, we wanted to take y'all down our memory lane. Word. You know, because yeah. it's the first episode, you know. You can see what our tastes are like. Yeah, and it's we Valentine's like a lot of Day, different really, things. The, yeah. yeah, we're films of so many different genres of, of film. So we're actually going to talk about... Um, the photograph, which came out in 2020 with Issa Rae and Lakeith Stanfield. So our first feature film, as I said, is The Photograph. And this came out very recently. And it kind of feels like, you know, we have Issa Rae, we have Lakeith Stanfield. And these are actors that we've we've been seeing for like the yeah, past five years. Yeah, it actually came out February 14th, 2020. Oh, it was a Valentine's Day movie. How oh, sweet. Yeah. Um, and I like that, you know, this is kind of like the new crew. Like, this is the new, you know, Morris Chestnut in them. We love y'all so much. Yeah. But this is kind of like the new age. It's the new age. Yeah. yeah we these can give are, them up. These are our young actors. They like, got Kane. Yeah, we're here. Now. You know, there's, you know, yeah, Rell's in this movie. It's just, it's it's nice to see these, With all due respect. these fresh faces. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so the photograph is basically... A dual timeline story. You see Issa Rae, who is like, what is her name in the movie? It's like Cindy or something. It's kind of an odd name. Or May. Her name's May. Yeah. Which I think is a cool name, but I was just like, huh, okay. So Issa Rae plays May, and her mother was a famous photographer. Christina. Her mom. Yes, her mom was Christina. And so there's this one picture that is of her when she was a young lady just starting out. And Lakeith Stanfield is a journalist who's writing a story about May. Michael. Yeah. Or about Michael? No, about his name the is husband? Michael. Lakeith oh, his Stanfield's name. Oh, okay. Sorry, his name is Michael. So Michael is right is a journalist, which is awesome. And he's writing a story and it features um May her mother, because her mother was a famous photographer. So they kind of get together because um May gives him the photo. 
and they, you know, they kind of digging on each other, and they decide to go out to eat mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So they slowly have this, you know, basically kind of relationship kind of yeah, type was, thing. Like they're talking yeah, pretty much. Kind of romantic in a weird, I don't know, yeah. like dry way. Yeah, like yeah. they don't really say, oh, God, we're, you know, we're a couple, but they... It went there. Clearly are. I think yeah. it went there. Um, and then at the same time, you see how her parents got together. Um, it goes back and forth in time. Which so, was like, a classic love story the yes. way they were, you know. Yeah, just, it was different yeah. because um, the her, her father was a, you know, country boy. And the mom, you know, had dreams of the big city. She, she was a very creative, artistic person. And she just wanted to get out... And just live her life. And it took a turn. And uh, it sure did. So her mom leaves. Or so she leaves. And then her mother passed away. And she comes back two months later. To go to her mother's funeral. And old boy who she was in love with. Is already married. Um, And she's pregnant with May. Who is Issa Rae. Yeah. And then she sees him. But she never tell she never tells him while she's living that that you know that she's pregnant or when she comes back down to visit that this child is his daughter. Yeah, that's his baby. You were you were so in love with this man before you left, right? Now, you left because you had to chase your dreams. Okay, go chase them. But they did what they did before they left. She got pregnant. She came back and found out. He, he, he had a wife, and she didn't tell him, like, oh, my God, well, before I left, you got me preg- pregnant, and um, I got a three, four-year-old now or whatever, and this you know what? This is our kid. This is our kid, but I'm not going to tell you. I'm just going to go back and act like everything's, you know, whatever. I didn't like that. I didn't like it either. I can kind of see where she's like, oh, God, should I tell him? I don't want to yeah. ruin things. But, yes, you. he married that woman out of impulse. The woman that he married. Like, you guys were really the ones in love. I just think she didn't want to deal with it. And that makes me think, like, I'm supposed he to, like... He might have fell in love again, but I think I he doubt loved it. her more. Not in two months. I think he did that because he, he he was brokenhearted. And he was he acting impulsively. He, yes, yeah. he loved the woman that he, you know... Um, she just left... But she just left. And she left him high and dry. He was upset, and that's what he did. And then their lives were completely changed after that. So... You know, May grew up not knowing who her real daddy was. And I feel like, you know, I guess she had to come to terms with that in the movie because her mom wrote her a letter before she passed away. Her mom was sick with cancer and didn't tell anybody. Um, So she didn't even find out about this until she got the letter until she got the letter. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like I'm like thinking, damn, her mom. Her mom was famous, though. She got famous. She went to New York and became like a big photographer, made a lot of money. Yeah, but I'm just uh, the choices she made. I'm not really yeah, too big were, of a they fan were, of. They were kind of trash, you know. And Lakeith, uh, he actually uh, took that story as a journalist. You know, the journalist he is. He took that story and he went to Louisiana to actually interview May's father. Guy, you know, we were just talking about him. Um, yeah, she. He went to interview the father and. They ended up falling in love. They met each other like in the same uh, party uh, uh, they, building. That they ended up, yeah. yeah, yeah. They didn't meet there, but they went to the same it place was, yeah, where her parents cool. went. Yeah, yeah. Fell and in love. Kind of did the like, same thing her parents yeah, did that was all cool. these years later. So and yeah, they had their first kiss at his house. 
Um, their chemistry, I thought, was really sweet and cute. I, I believe them as a couple. Um, and it was very funny because Rel was his brother and yeah. they had to go stay with his brother and his wife and their kids, um, because they got caught in like a hurricane or something like that. Yeah. Um, so there was, there was a lot of comedy, um, thanks yeah, to Rel. Yeah, it was, it was funny. Um, and Issa Rae, I also want to mention, was extremely glam in this yeah, movie. She good. You know, I'm used to seeing Issa obviously looking beautiful, but more of like Dressed hoodies. Down. Yeah. yeah, just like comfortable, like really fly shit. Like a lot of her yeah. stuff I want to wear when she's on Insecure, but she's she wore a lot of silk, you know, shirts and trench coats and you know, she had the long hair and very into her makeup game, a lot of heels, which I don't think she really did it. I prefer her insecure look, but um I was I was definitely here for the glam. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. So um that movie, what did we watch that on? Was that HBO Max? Yeah, I believe. One of those streaming services. Yeah, HBO Max it was. You can catch that movie, The Photograph, starring Issa Rae and Lakeith Stanfield on HBO Babe, Max. Babe, would you, would you recommend this one? Uh, yeah, I would. I would recommend it for lovers to watch. I mean, it's not like, oh, it, it's something to watch. You won't, you know, it's something to watch. I would definitely recommend it. Is it the best movie ever? No, but how many movies are? And also the end was a little little too long. It dragged a little yeah, bit at the end. Yeah, I said that. I said um, that, didn't I? I said uh, my favorite part of the movie was the end. Because it started to drag a little bit, but that doesn't mean I didn't like it. I did like it, but sometimes you can save your movie by ending it 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, there was like a, they should have trimmed it a little bit. Other than that, though, I would recommend it as well. Yeah, but and then my only other gripe is like, homeboy, you should have, she came back with that four-year-old. You should have been like, huh, four years ago is when she left, huh? She has a four-year-old, huh? That's my daughter. No, like dudes be acting like they so retarded. Like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. But that's it. <laughs> yep. So those are our thoughts on the photograph. All right, we'll keep it moving. Yeah, so we're we're going to talk about our second feature film, which is um, Locked Down. Locked Down. Yes, Locked Down. <laughs> um, <laughs> locked. <laughs> locked Down, which is currently streaming on HBO Max. Well, I'm sorry, babe. How could I ever forget to ask you if you would recommend that movie or not? Would you recommend that movie Absolutely. to photograph? 100%. Nice. Great movie. Nice. Okay, let's move on to Lockdown. Mm -hmm. Now, Lockdown is starred. Oh my God, I'm gonna butcher this name. Chiwetel Ejiofor. Ejiofor. I don't know, but he played Solomon Northup in Twelve Years a Slave, and he was also in Doctor Strange. He's an amazing actor. He, he really is, is. He is. And it starred... His name was Paxton in the movie. And it starred Anne Hathaway as Linda. Okay, um... Basically, this movie took place in quarantine. They had just broken up with each other. And then basically quarantine hit. So they had to live with each other. Everybody's losing their mind. They just did wild shit. Like, um... I'm jumping, but for instance, like, he would go out in the street and yell poems to his neighbors because it was like in britain yeah it's very english they just do stuff like that you know <laughs> yeah 
So anyway, they're living together and they're very sarcastic with each other and just snapping at each other all the time and their arguments always in like this and someone's talking faster than the other one because whatever, <laughs> I'm a piece of shit. It's like so like just over the fucking top. But they do they do that even though I hate it. They do that very well. Like you know what I'm saying? They're still good actors yeah, they in feel that like movie. Real people. Yeah, they do. but like I respect the acting, but the writing or whatever—I I just don't fucking know. You know, they were all right. He had a fucking motorcycle, right? They were doing shit like this. She was well off, right? She had a nice fucking job, right? A fucking president of whatever the fuck, right? Now. He had a basic little job, whatever, da da da. He had a um a life of trouble earlier, I guess like what did he say, five years ago or something. He he oh, had uh hurt some man. He beat some man up real bad, but for somebody, so he shouldn't have felt that bad about it. But um anyway, you know, his shit was spiraling down. She told no one that they were even in a relationship. No one knew, right? Um she had to do horrible things like, you know, like a lot of people did in COVID. She had to fire her whole like team of people. Yeah. Team of people at her job and this and that, you know, people, they were just getting off the live chat like, oh, great. Linda, fuck this, you know, this and that. Oh, oh bloody hell. I'm going to go <laughs> think one dude said, yeah, I'm going to go smash my wall head into a wall. Yeah. No, he didn't say that, but <laughs> I'm just going in. But, um, yeah, um, it was all over the place because all right boom it's like okay are they going to get back together or not are they going to work it out blah 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 he had a motorcycle she bought his motorcycle from him from off like ebay or whatever because she felt bad for him but then when she bought it she called his brother and was like hey you have to say you bought it because he's going to feel bad if i bought it for him he's going to know i felt bad for him or blah 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 whatever bullshit right so after that, you know, they both, they're both sober from something. She was in the cigarettes and, uh, vodka. She started doing that again, but she was keeping it behind his back. Uh, he was a heroin addict for a very long time and then he stopped. So he was recovering, I think like 12 years or some shit like that. And he found some people squatting in his backyard, some hippies or whatever. Like, um, no, they weren't squat. The hippies used to squat in his backyard. Yeah. He found people who were going through his backyard to get poppies from his garden, which they call it in England. And everything was just all cool. All cool. They were explaining to him how hippies used to squat there in the seventies. And he's like, Oh, Oh, no problem. I'm just going to try some tonight. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Have a good night. Sleeping. Yeah, he was having trouble sleeping. So he took some opium to go to sleep. And it's like, yo, fam, he woke up feeling like shit, throwing up everywhere. Everything was. Yeah. But Linda, she had to do something for her job to where she was going to be in possession of a diamond. I think like the Queen's diamond or something they called it. I forget. I really do. But um. Yeah, and Paxton, he had a job to go and, like, retrieve the diamond also. It was crazy. They basically, it ends up being a heist at the end of the movie. I know. Exactly how I'm explaining it is how it fucking was presented. It's like... Yeah, the last third of the movie was, was a diamond heist out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Now they're fucking diamond fucking robbers. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Like, it's like, okay. But my favorite part of the movie was during the Diamond Heist. It was pretty cool, you know, uh, seeing the cinematography with that or whatever. But, um, yeah, she, uh, seen her friend, he caught them because they gave Paxton the fucking name Vincent Van Gogh. No, or no, Edgar fucking Allen. Edgar Allan Poe. I'm sorry. I don't know why I always get them mixed up. <laughs> Edgar Allan Poe. To do a robbery or a heist, really? That's the fake name you give me? So basically they got caught. But the person who caught them was her friend, one of her friends that she had to fire in the beginning of the movie. But he was all with it. She was like, oh, please don't tell on us. You know, fuck this company, blah, blah, blah. And he was just like, yeah, I'm doing something good. Fuck this company. I don't care either. And you know, it was just, it was all over the place. And I am doing this movie because unlike my co-host, my beautiful wife, Dana, um, I'm not too good at, you know, really giving my synopsis of movies or whatever you want to call it. I think I'm good, but I'm more like hood good. I'm <laughs> hood good. You know what I'm saying? She's like, she's like good, good, good. Thank I'm, you, baby. I'm hood good. You're so I'm giving, great. so I'm giving you the hood good of this movie and it wasn't really good i didn't like it it was made in 2020 I didn't like it one i'll slip that in there yeah and i'll slip that in there please i mean you know we can out of all the movies that we're talking about and we'll talk about tonight this this one was my least favorite. least favorite least yeah. favorite and so there are english funny moments like they're you know their banter is funny and the actor they're both great actors and chowatel is very funny and handsome and you know you you kind of see how covid has really fucked with their minds it has messed with oh, their sobriety yeah. oh yeah their relationship is ruined they're both depressed they're both you know she's they're both doing secret things keeping shit from each other and you can relate to that absolutely so if you want to see a movie that that's talking you know that kind of is encapsulizing covid and what a lot of people have been if, going yeah, through if you want to be sure. depressed definitely yeah. watch but that it is fucking depressing movie. and then even even in the ending like yes they got the diamond the whole diamond part even though yeah like they had some trouble with security seems super easy like after they had the diamond they're just like oh yeah no one's ever gonna check and make sure that the other one yeah they ever do a swap. ever yeah they swap the diamond for the one that they have on display and they just are fine with knowing that no one is ever gonna check yeah and so. that is very unrealistic to me just, so would you not. recommend it would i recommend this no no i wouldn't i'm either. not even gonna be nice i wouldn't either I wouldn't i'm not it. i'm not being nice too whatever we we love you uh solomon but yeah, yeah it's over we're we gonna have to move it's on. over okay so our third feature film is actually another brand new movie it came out in 2021 on netflix like a week or two ago um it's malcolm and marie starring zendaya and john david washington Zendaya, and you know john david washington is the great denzel washington's handsome ass son and i kind of seen flashes of denzel from him in this performance i don't know that's a nice compliment i, I did i kind of you know he's like, a great oh. actor it's the first time yeah. i was like Oh, this is Denzel's son. Um, I I didn't really see that. I didn't really. He didn't really remind me of Denzel, but he is a great actor. Um, so I'm not trying to take that away from him. And uh, you know, it's a black and white film. It's uh, it's that's, been described 
as a two-hour-long argument <laughs> by some. and uh, With mad foreplay. Yeah, yeah, that was a little weird. No action. Yeah, let's talk about that for a second. So they argued. They uh, teased each other sexually, and then he, they stopped. He basically like ate. Like three times. He like ate Zendaya ass for like three seconds and then stopped. Yeah. And then they argued. No, they? no. He did that, and then she, she, she demanded that she make him his mac and cheese. Yeah. Um... And then she told him she was mad. With his drunk ass. Yeah, they, um, she was upset about something, and, like, throughout the movie, it changes why, um, Marie is upset. Um, yeah, was mad at, basically, he didn't, um, shout her out during his acceptance speech, or his, not acceptance speech, but his speech. Yeah, he made a little speech, because why, it was babe? premiere Where night. were they? It was premiere night. He premiered one of his movies. Yeah, his first movie that yeah. I think he wrote. I don't know if he directed it, but... But he didn't shout her out. He didn't give thanks to her. He thanked everybody else. Yeah, including, I guess, the lead girl that he casted, which really, really burned her biscuit that she, yeah. you know, was not But you don't need to thanked. do too much to have a female mad at you for the whole oh, night wow. over some shit. Funny. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> anyway, yeah. he really did it, though. That That is something. You know it's going to get her tight, my man. Like, what? You forgot? I don't know. He might have did it on purpose. Um, I, I don't know if I would say he did it on purpose. I mean, we only got to see, like, a little flash of their, their relationship and their personalities. But um, I don't know. Because first, first she was upset, or she claims that she was really upset because he didn't mention her. Then she said she feels like, you know, the story was based on her and she really didn't get any credit. That we find out, yeah, like, like, halfway oh, through you, the movie. You did the whole movie. It's her life. About me. And yeah. And didn't give me, and didn't even shout me out. And then at the end. He had end, something for that, though. Then at the end. Um, you find out that she's mad that she wasn't cast because I guess she was a aspiring actress herself. She's Struggling trying to, odds. yeah, she's trying to break into the biz herself, and you know, with a drug problem, her character, and she's still, you know, she wasn't cast. So, um, she's a former drug addict. She is a drug addict. Oh, she's she not is. former. Oh yeah, is yeah. She she's she revealed that yeah. Um. She was like, I never stopped. Yeah, they they just had just a sad relationship. Um, but did you like the movie? Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. You know, they. I mean, I wish they would have got it on, but they didn't. But I'm okay with it. Whatever. Um, I get. But with them not getting it on, you know, they. I think that they're not going to get back together, because usually when you have a fight, which is significant other. You know, you tussle around after that. And there was no tussling around, so it made me feel like, yeah, their relationship um, is done. I, I don't think they're going to make it, but not because they didn't tussle. Because they had, um, their arguments kind of seemed like the kind that you can't come back from. Um, there were a lot of hurtful things that were said, mostly from, um, Malcolm's character to yeah, Zendaya. Oh, yeah. Um, he said she caught him back said, too. She got his ego. Excuse me. She said a lot of. Mm -hmm. He said a lot of like very cutting things about her drug problem, and um, she shitted on his work. That she's a broken girl. Yes, and then she countered back about how he's a mediocre. <laughs> 
<laughs> he, she said a lot of things, but when he when she called him a mediocre writer, you're obtusely it, mediocre. <laughs> it really cut him to the bone. And as a writer, I totally get that's that. That's when his lid flew off. He started talking about all his old other flings. What you think? You think this movie about you? You think you're the only broken chick I don't ever had dated or slept with? Da da da. He went crazy. Also, I want to add that this movie is in black and white. Um, but you don't, you really don't realize it. Um, and they're the only two characters in the movie. There is nobody else in this film besides them, them two. And, um, it's kind of like, to me, it felt like I was almost watching a play because definitely like a play. It's almost like they weren't even talking to each other. It was like the, the dialogue wasn't really dialogue. It felt like a lot of people were saying like monologues like they were very dramatic and like not a normal argument instead of like hey you're a fucking bitch it was like you know you're so obtuse and you're this and you're <laughs> it's that because they're you're... they're artsy they're, yeah they're, it was a very <laughs> like a lot of people you know didn't enjoy this film because they thought it was dry or whatever but really it was an experience um it's just a it's yeah it's yeah. arty and it's beautiful. Oh, yeah, oh, oh yeah. my god, the way they shot this movie, the cinematography is fucking stunning. Yeah, it is so beautiful. Even like just the landscape where they were at and I'm guessing in the, just the, the hills house, of California. Just yeah. Beautiful. Oh my god, it was so stunning to look at. Um so for that alone I would say that it's worth it. Um, Zendaya took Zendaya a bath was, Zendaya in like milk. Beautiful. It was crazy because the very beginning, you know, she was completely glammed up because they were just coming from this, you know, premiere. I'm guessing in Hollywood, and then halfway through the movie, she spends like ten minutes in the tub, and I know that they probably spent a few days filming in a tub, <laughs> and I know that shit was cold. Cold as hell. Um, man. and then at the end, the last half of the movie, she's like in like panties and a shirt. And you just completely dressed down, no makeup, and she still looks just as stunning. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, I liked it. I, I mean, I liked it, but I won't like keep revisiting it. I would watch it definitely again. Like if I was on my way to sleep and I was just scrolling. Hmm. And Malcolm and Marie was there. Oh, whatever. I'm going to just put it on. But not not even to catch dialogue. Just to know. look at the movie. You know what? I think like, if I... Like, I would put it ahead. on to go to sleep just to, you know, watch it. Watch something to go to sleep. No, I think the only way I would rewatch it would be to see any witty lines that I missed. But I'm really... Not, oh, I'm sure. There's I'm really lot. not interested in that. It's, you know, for me, it's like a... It's something I, I think... You should see, but it's not something I want to see again. So, would you recommend it? Uh, yeah, I would recommend. You would it. recommend. I it? would recommend it. Hmm. Um, I wouldn't recommend it. Like, if you were in some hot water, like I said, fellas, like if you were in some hot water with your lady, don't watch that movie. Don't put it on. You gotta watch that movie when you're both, you know, on an even plane. Even then, you know, you gotta be rock. You Why gotta are you be saying that. Because you what you like mean? We what what am I saying? Like, it or something. No, what we didn't. But about? come on now, we okay. all know what it is. We know. Like she was like so upset. Yeah, I feel like she there had was no to coming be, back. No, she had reason to be upset with what she was upset about. No matter about. what he did, she was very passive aggressive about it. 
So, I mean, with that being said, I mean, we, oh, she, extremely she was, I guess she was expecting it. him to know certain things or to realize certain things, but, you know, he didn't. And maybe, like, you know, because she was mad about, okay, first she was mad, I guess, because he wrote this movie, and she's like, wow, this is based on my life. And I guess she never said anything, like, wow, you really, wow, you're basing this off my life? And then I bet you she was upset when he never said, hey, babe, maybe you should audition. Yeah, that's why she was really and mad it just, she wanted to star. Yeah, yeah, and I guess seeing the the movie opening night and seeing this other girl play her and seeing her her man get all the, the props for the movie, I guess that was just too much for her to bear. So, because it was supposed to be like a great night. Like, it was his night uh, of his first movie. He was supposed to be happy. They were supposed to be celebrating and uh they were arguing the entire time also the movie starts at like 1 30 in the morning that's when they get home yeah and it ends around dawn so i feel like that's kind of like a metaphor yeah. as well like new beginnings like probably the end of their relationship <sighs> yeah and definitely done and they, and new yeah, beginnings like i said you usually have makeup sex and there was none I, so mm, i think they're definitely done. i guess um but yeah malcolm and marie Check it out if you, you know, want to see a good that was on movie. Netflix. It's on Netflix. Yes, Netflix. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it might be on their Black Lives Matter collection. Oh, buddy. Sorry, I just <laughs> find that. Funny. You gotta do better, Netflix. You gotta do better. <laughs> okay, so we're actually gonna move on to our next movie now. Okay, so our final movie for this episode is a classic. <laughs> I'm sorry that this was my first time watching this film. Me too. Um, we are like talking it. about Carmen Jones, which <laughs> is a film from 1954. So I might be back. Yeah, with um, the beautiful Dorothy Dandridge, a famous black actress. Yeah. Um, and. Beautiful. Harry Belafonte. Belafonte. I feel bad for pronouncing it that way. Belafonte. Yes. Um, so why don't you tell us the plot, babe? Um, Harry Belafonte, who was Joe. Yep, Joey. Uh, he was in the army, mm -hmm. and I guess he was going to be a pilot, and he had a girl named uh, Cindy Lou. Yep. And Cindy Lou was his woman, right? Now, the beginning of the movie, it starts off, they're in, like, a mess hall, and Joey is eating with Cindy Lou, telling her, you know, I love you, and this and that, life's gonna be great, you know, blah, blah, blah. She's like, oh, Joe, I made your sandwiches, and this and that. You know how they talk back in the day. All sweet and everything. So, Carmen decides she just wants to, you know, it's a musical, she just starts singing about how, uh, no man can have her or whatever. She just got her eyes on one guy. And that guy is Joe. And she's like singing and like being like draped all over him while she's singing. And I know Cindy Lou doesn't like that, but she doesn't say anything. And it's funny because I looked over at Dana and was like, what the hell is going on? And she was like, um, it's a musical. Calm down. I'm like, oh, yeah. All right. I got to remember that because <laughs> it was a little weird. I'm like, yo, pop, like pop off on this chick. So basically, she gets done with the song, and she's all draped over Joe, and uh, everything, you know, they all leave. She gets into a fight with some lady in the mess hall or whatever, and she gets arrested by the MPs, and the MPs make Joe, on his day off, ride her to the prison or whatever. Um, they got derailed, 
uh, she tried to run away a couple times. And then finally, the car that he was using to transport her to the prison actually, like, they went over a bridge and, like, the bridge, like, fell. Now, the bridge wasn't real high. It was only, like, freaking three feet off the ground. But still, it fell and the car was disabled. It was immobilized. And... They had to walk to her town where she was from. She was like, no, nah, for real. No, I'm not joshing you. My my town is uh my town is uh three stops back. I forget Wilhelmina or something like that. But they went to her town and it really was her town. She knows everybody. She's popular because she's beautiful. Everyone knows her. She goes to like the grocery market and picks him up mass stuff to eat. Now, the whole time he's driving her to the jail. She's trying to get with him. She's doing anything she can to try to break this man to leave Cindy Lou. But he's a good dude. He like, nah, uh, it ain't happening. Right. Like he's really set on bringing her to prison. So she makes him a meal. And when she cooking for him, this is where he broke. She grabbed his belt and was like, your belt is crooked. And like turned him around and went to start taking off his belt. Yo, the way his face changed, I knew he was breaking down. Yo, right, babe? Mm -hmm. That was crazy. I knew he was breaking his down. His jaw started to get all tight. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, mm, like what? Oh, fire. Yeah. You you know what I mean. All right. So <laughs> so basically, they start kissing and stuff like that. They fall madly in love. I guess for like a week or like a couple days i don't know right so they go back he doesn't bring her to jail he gets in trouble by the mps or whatever then one mp who had his eye on carmen he's really a bitch ass dude honestly honestly yeah um he start flexing right and start trying to like get at carmen in front of old boy and this and that carmen shitting on him but he's just talking mad shit joe end up beating him up so he has to go awol Cause he just beat up a, a MP, yep. right, or a sergeant or something. Whatever. So the, so now yeah. the MPs are after him. So he had to run to Chicago with Dorothy. Now Dorothy was thinking about going to Chicago anyway with her little friends because there was this boxer in town. I forget his name, Hawkins or something like that. But there was a boxer in town and he liked her. He liked Carmen too. He had his eye on her. So he had his manager. Like, yo, go uh, go holler at her. She better be in Chicago by the time I get there or you not going to have a job. So the manager was doing everything he could. So it was like, you know, it was a win-win for Carmen. Joe beat up old boy and went to Chicago with her. And she was going anyway. So if things messed up with Joe, she could just go to the boxer anyway because the boxer was headed to Chicago anyway. So they all get to Chicago. I don't know how much they fast forward the timeline, but they are broke. They don't have any money. And she don't like that. She like, nah, I'm going to go out and get me some, some money. Get us some money. He's like, where are you going? She's like, I'll be back. You know, I'm going to get some money. I'll be back. All right. She go to see the boxer or whatever to get some bread. She come back with some money and he like, yo, where you where you get this stuff? Where you how you been going for mad long? Where you been at? She like, yo, basically like, baby, chill. That's when she started calling him boy. From then on, he wasn't Joe no more. He was boy. Boy, don't you tell me that boy, I ain't listening to no man. Boy, 
I blow whatever way the wind go. We don't got the same. There was a lot of elemental references. References, yeah, to love and like the, yeah, we're about as cold as December, baby. But that's how they used to do, I guess, back then. But um, but she changed like when he started to get insecure. Like, yeah, and like, grabbing yeah, her and he, shit. He got like super aggressive yeah he got aggressive aggressive and he was insecure and sh she did not like that at all as soon as she said that she was just like no ain't no man could tell me when and where to go i yeah, do my own was, thing she was like it's over so yeah that so that and then i think seeing the boxer and he was like really you know he has his shit together he's, he's a heavyweight champ yeah like... he's the champ and you know like he he probably you know Got his shit, you know. Yeah, he got right? money. He the yeah. champ. That's it. He the heavyweight champ. Enough said. No, but she... I mean, like, person, I don't think he's as insecure as Joe is. Like, Oh, yeah. So, he's not as insecure as Joe. Sorry, these, these freaking kids don't listen. I said, I don't care if somebody's arm is falling off. Do not knock on this door. You know, but. Life with kids. Yeah, what can you do? That's it. And that sounds horrible. I don't um. Know. Yeah. So Carmen basically wasn't sweet on Joe anymore. By the way, he blew off his engagement to Cindy Lou. Oh yeah, um, she, she's in the wind. But she still wanted him. Like she still was just like, come on. She went to Chicago looking for him. <laughs> she. It was a crazy scene because Joe found sad. Carmen, and he was he was trying to get Carmen to leave with him. Cindy saw him was trying to get him to leave with her. Yeah, it's he a was big telling showdown. her to leave. And then Carmen the was telling dressing. him to leave. Yeah, big showdown in the champ's dressing room. Um and you know, basically everybody that was, you know, fighting for who they wanted wasn't wasn't leaving with anybody. He, he threw a he threw a swing at the champ. You bugging. He whoop whoop got up out of there. Oh no, he tried to stab the champ, yep, matter of sure fact. Did. Champ kicked the knife out of his hand, beat the brakes off of this man. And then they still tried to help him so he could escape because the MPs were, the on military his, police were on his ass. So basically after that, you know, Carmen just went on with her life. Like he, she stayed with old boy and he had his big fight. And basically Joey lost his goddamn mind. Yeah, which he won. He the, was unstable. The, yeah, the champ won. So after the fight, they were all walking down the stairs to the back room, dressing room or whatever. But... When she walked down the stairs, he was like off to the side. Joe was off to the side and he grabbed her up and like snatched her into some uh, maintenance room or whatever. Very like cartoon like, you know, like how stuff happens like that. But um, yeah, he snatched her up into the back room. No one seen. And he was like, this is it right here. If I can't have you like you said, it's over. I'm going to kill you. And she's basically like, well, do it, fam. Go ahead. She tried to, like, call his bluff, but he wasn't bluffing. And, man, he snapped her neck like a twig, like a chicken. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, so he killed her. It was pretty grisly. Um, And I do want to comment that this movie was, they made an adaptation in the early 2000s with Beyonce. Um. Carmen, the hip opera that premiered on MTV, 
basically i had no idea that it was based off of this movie me neither so it follows a lot of the same beats like beyonce meets you know makai pfeiffer in a bar and you know everybody stops when she <laughs> walks in she gets into that fight with the girl it's a it's very similar i don't remember how she died at the end of carmen but she, i know she died in it she said what you looking at brother um and it's this movie carmen jones is really fucking good um yeah it is we definitely it have is. to see more classic movies because i mean it was it's awesome the singing is great um the lip singing was good yeah. like how they went with the overdub it was crazy it's, they nailed it it's an interesting love story it's sad because you know he the man ends up killing her which is like a really sad reality for a lot of women but um it's still a great movie and especially for the time, like this was huge when it came out because yeah. Dorothy Dandridge was like one of the first black movie stars. Oh, yeah, we be watching Forensic Files too. Them wives is crazy too. They be um, it's too. mostly men though. They be wilding out. Statistically, it's men. Like, but um, yeah. So it's I would. A great movie. Would you recommend this? To I would our definitely audience? recommend it to our audience. I would definitely recommend it. It's definitely a good movie. Would you recommend it to the audience? Yes, I would 100% recommend it. We have it on DVD. Um, we couldn't find it, so we ended up renting it from YouTube for like $3.99 Thanks, for 48 YouTube. hours. And the quality was crystal clear. It's a beautiful movie. To be made in the 1950s. It's, yeah. yeah, oh it my God, it's excellent. I would have been so hyped if I was a part of that back then. Yeah, because th this movie, we're talking history here. History in the making. Um, yeah, so that's going to wrap up uh, Carmen Jones. That's that. All right, guys. So this is the conclusion of our very first episode. Um, a very special Valentine's Day special. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you for being with us. You know, we are brand new to this. Um, as I said earlier, we are, you know, we're movie fans just like you guys. And we had a lot of fun talking about some great films. Which one of these films was your favorite, babe? My favorite was Carmen Jones by far. Um, it was just ahead of the pack. Word. I'm going to have to agree with my, my lovely co-host. Um, and I am going to recommend to everybody to watch Carmen Jones. And if you can, even watch a couple clips on YouTube. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, it's Valentine's Day. Happy word. Valentine's Day to the lovers. Ha and to the single people. Self-love is just <sighs> as important as love for your spouse. You know, love for your children. It's not... Valentine's Day is not just about couples. Man, or lovers. I'm, I'm not. It, I, well, yeah. I am. Yeah. So, thank you for having us. Thank you for listening. And remember, this is just our two cents. Hit the cash app. Bye, cash guys. Cash app, one, one, one. Peace and love.